welcome to Titter Talk, bringing you all of the crispiest business from right here in the still, still, still pretty nice South Florida. Crunch, 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 as I said to Lady Freeze when I pulled her plug, this is a one-woman show. It's me, Anthony. Ice to meet you. I'm Brian. Oh, Uncle Alfred, it's me, Barbara. Joe. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, God. How do I not know any more puns? There's a thousand. I Just know. think of Mr. Freeze. Uh, or Poison Ivy. I don't remember Poison Ivy from that movie at all. Jesus Christ, what? She's the only good thing about that movie. <laughs> you know what, Jen? Cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. Wow, she even Freezing fucked that one up. And what is your name? Look, my name is Jen. <laughs> my vines have got a crush on you. <laughs> if revenge is a dish best served cold, prepare your Sunday's finest. Tonight, we feast. <laughs> we will be Adam and Evil. <laughs> no way. Oh yeah, a thousand percent. She uh, has some of like those two like are the best in that movie. Like I still made I was saying to Carlos, if those movies had come out prior to Tim Burton's movies, they would have been received very differently. Uh yeah. They they were bringing it back to something that it it didn't I don't think anybody really wanted at this point or at that point. Yeah. <laughs> But had they had they predated Tim Burton, be like, oh look, it's movie versions of the '60s stuff. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Cool. But after Tim Burton, it was like, no, no. Uncle <laughs> oh, Alfred, it's me, Barbara. Like, it's so bad. It's the <laughs> best British accent. Ever. I'm from England, but I will not have any accent. <laughs> I just came off a shoot from an Aerosmith commercial or a music video. Yeah, <laughs> kind of the same thing. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Batman and Robin. You should go see it. I haven't, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't You're blame missing you. out. Mm. Hell, I am Mother Nature. It's like, she is the best part of that movie. I don't know. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger has his most Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, he's pretty good. He just has the worst costume. Well, yeah. I mean, he looks like a gay RoboCop. That's fine. That goes to a certain subsect. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you right now, all the fetishes out there, RoboCop ain't one of them. All right, fair enough, fair enough. But you know what? How about all of his getting all of his his henchmen to dance? Yeah, I'm Mr. Ice Crystal. And Vivica A. Fox is in that movie. Yes, she's one of his ice princesses. She is. Man, I don't remember any of this movie. Yeah, Vivica A. Fox is the one. She's like, oh, freezy darling, and they're like in like a walk-in fucking freezer. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's everybody else has got coats on. Yes, somehow he's. He can't be heated, but he still smokes cigars. Cold cigars. I mean, well, they're all, like, dying. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. The movie's wild, man. It's a lot. I I gotta rewatch. My favorite part of the movie is if you watch, it's just the shittiest piece of filmmaking. When Robin is fighting her and he's in the um, pool of water and Poison Ivy's choking with the vines, there's clearly a scene where he like he bursts out of the water and it just rewinds him back in so you can oh, do it yeah. again. And it's such a like, vroom, 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 vroom. It's like, wow. That's such a shitty piece of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael Bay wouldn't even do that. <laughs> he would just reuse the shot. He wouldn't put it in reverse. Wax lips are immune to your charms. Because he says it's so weird. Yeah. Although, Uma Thurman looks great when she's in like the classic Poison Ivy costume oh, no. at the ball. She looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah, Poison Ivy... 
I think the looks of the movie are are fun yet cheesy enough that yeah. I think the looks of it hold up. Carlos, but the actual movie oh, itself is a, is a train wreck. Carlos was saying that she pioneered, you know, she's the first person to ever wear nails on gloves. All these drag queens are doing it now, nails on gloves. <laughs> Uma Thurman, Poison Ivy had it first. You know, you know, you could say, though, that Catwoman did it first in Batman. Hers weren't the same, though. Okay, you know, fair enough, Hers fair were, enough. like, weird where she, like, put them on, like, rings. I only know because I've really analyzed that scene once. No, no, fair enough, fair enough. Huh. Stupid. But, you know. Mm. It's still great. It's still great. She so, also uh, has dumb lines. I love <laughs> well, them. Yeah. I don't uh, know about you, Ms. Andy. <laughs> let's, let's get into some comics. Let's get into <laughs> comics. Because uh, we certainly weren't just now. No, we were not. Uh, Joe, what did, you, uh, what did you read this week? Uh, Jen chose for me Minions Paella, number two. Ooh. She had no idea how much I love these stupid little retards. So <laughs> here we are with a phenomenal book (laughs) there are barely any words except for the gibberish that they speak the bananas the hoorays the vetoes it's phenomenal uh it's them with other people that they tried to help be villains and it's like little every two or three pages it's a different villain that they've been trying to help throughout the course of the ages Mm -hmm. oh it's the movie i i've never seen then it's that movie because it's hysterical (laughs) like there's and they just keep goofing things up yeah they're on like an, an like a deserted island, and they find some bananas. Two of them find bananas, and they eat all of the bananas except for one. And they drag the thing of empty bananas all the way back to the to camp, and they're like banana. And the other guy's like, "We're gonna kill you. <laughs> We're gonna fry you. What is this?" They they, they were playing um, limbo with fire. Uh. So like, there's a dude on the island that's playing limbo, and he's like, "Look, the fire is all the way down here." And they decide they're just gonna dig themselves a hole underneath it so they can all run underneath the fire. It's weird. I, I don't know. Like, they're going to steal the Mona Lisa for some dude. And they go into the gift shop and they go steal all the pictures of the Mona Lisa from the gift shop. It's great. <laughs> so thanks, Jen. Thanks for Minions Paella, number two. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Paella with an exclamation point. It, it was very excited. Paella. <laughs> yeah, I, I really probably should watch that movie because they're ridiculous. The movie's pretty funny. It opens up with like... A montage. A montage of them helping. Like the first villain they ever worked for was a T-Rex. Yeah. Awesome. And then they get him killed. And then, then they oh, work no. for a vampire. And then one day he's about to wake up. They decide to open the curtains and it's daytime. Get him killed. So yeah, I think just, it was his birthday or something. Yeah, because like it was his yeah. birthday. Oh, man. So it's just them accidentally getting like all of their evil masters killed. They're like wonderful stupid. I love them. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but they're they're evil stupid. And that's what makes them great too. Yeah. So. I like how they all have uh, mustaches and whatnot on the cover, but their mustaches are also different colors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. pretty great. I will say an honorable mention for the week, though. I did flip through uh, Spider-Man Venom Double Trouble, number two. It's great as well. If you want to have a quick, fun read through, it's good stuff. If they switch bodies, can you imagine what Mm. they do in each other's bodies? It's crazy. (laughs) That's like a double trouble of comics that you just gave us a review for, Joe. I know. I had a good week. week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll go next. Uh, I read Die, number 10, which I personally think is the halfway point. You hope. I I think. I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to go to 20. I hope. I agree. I hope. <laughs> um, book's still phenomenal. Uh, the, um, the main characters, half of them are locked away by the other half of the main characters mm-hmm. because they can't be trusted. So one's working on finding a way out. The other ones are kind of finding out or finding a way to in- further ingrain themselves into this entire die society. Mm-hmm. Um, 
one of the characters uh, who is a so they're so they're trapped in this world of die and uh, they're all their characters that they made mm-hmm. in this world of die. Uh, one of them is a male in in real life and but is a female in this in, in the world of die. Yeah. Uh, you find out in the last issue that uh, this character actually had a kid while inside the world of die. Wow. Like 20 years ago. All right. So that's it's kind of really interesting to read because they go they delve into it a little bit more in mm-hmm. this issue and it's really interesting to read how how he felt as giving, a male in real birth. life but yeah mm-hmm. but but they also didn't know how it actually works so you find out that he didn't actually give birth but had a god uh remove the child from him but it was still alive so it actually grew up into a person so he's trying to find out yeah. who it is in this um, you also find out that the father that it was in this um, is a vampire, <laughs> which why not? Let's just throw vampires into yeah, this entire you know. mix. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn some more rules about how die works and about how uh, the characters itself actually work in this. So they're definitely further ingraining themselves into this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's just great. Um, they, they do some some messed up stuff as they do. Uh, at the end of the book, you know, some of the characters escape, but they leave one of the dudes still trapped in there. So like you do, like you do, you know, why not? <laughs> uh, but the art's still great. I mean, it's the the art very much reminds me of Low, uh, where it's it's not completely fleshed out, detailed. It's very much like drawn. Or not drawn, but painted on like brush strokes. You see kind of like uh, New Mutants, it's watercolory. Yeah, kind of watercolory, yeah. oh, uh, cool. but much more like acrylic, more than a watercolor. Okay, but like it's still just strokes of stuff versus well-defined mm-hmm. things, which I've, I at first didn't think I'd like, but I've come to very much appreciate it, especially with the stories that they're being told because the stories themselves are being a little abstract themselves. So it definitely leads into the story. So. Yeah, die number 10. Still going strong. It's the end of the second arc. Uh, again, halfway point, I think. Come on. Mm. Let me be right. Uh, <laughs> so how about you, Jen? What did you read? I read The Butcher of Paris um, from Dark Horse. Ooh. And it is two of my, two of my favorite thing, things, comics and murder, serial killers. <laughs> it is about a... All right, so they don't delve into it, but eventually there it's it's about a serial killer in Paris who's operating during Nazi occupation. Okay. During World War Two. All right. Um, it's. I was curious. I was a little nervous. It was just gonna, it was going to be not presented well because <laughs> it is based on a true story as part of the cover, um, but they've actually put the story in there and. It feels like a story, and you, okay, like not it has like a good flow. It's not like yeah. a recounting. It's not more uh-huh. like it's not boring. You've got a. Re- they do a great job of really put, giving you a sense of what it's like there, uh-huh. and what the problem is. Because the the serial killer, what he did is he posed as a um, rebellion uh, figure in the rebellion who could get people out of France, okay, specifically Jews. And then he murdered them. Ah. So it's really heavy, and I was kind of nervous about it. Um, but I feel like they do give the amount of gravitas to it that it to really keep it from being too lighthearted. And you know, because comics even can you can you can go wrong. But oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, 
so so it's based on a, an actual true story, not based on a true story like Amityville. No, <laughs> no, um, they don't know how many people he wound up killing because you can't track that during that period of time. Yeah, because they were all in hiding. Yeah, Amityville is not real. <laughs> oh, you blew my mind. Oh, oh no. I have an aunt that lives in Amityville. It's totally real. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, but it's a great story, great read, if that's the kind of stuff you're into. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it's just going to get more depressing from here. Uh, so, heads up. But if. Or you know, heads off. Or heads off. Off ah. with your head. Um, it, it does actually start with them finding the house where all, the basement where all the people have been murdered. So, it's. It's a darker story, but honestly, if that true crime is your kind of thing, um, then this book is definitely for you. Nice. Yeah, nice. I like the cover. Oh, yeah. the cover is very pretty. Oh, yeah. and the art's very good, too. Oh, the art, okay. it, is, it is very... It's, I enjoy it. Okay, yeah. It's a, a little more old-timey style, kind of like... Very noir. Yeah. Thank you. Very much kind of like how I've seen a lot of other Dark Horse books be yeah. recently. Yeah. yeah. So... That makes sense. Yeah. I don't... I don't that, that's actually pretty good. I agree. All right. The more... Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great. It's not amazing, but it is good, and it helps move the story along. It fits for the genre. Oh, of course. Yeah, good, good, good. All right, Anthony, and then what did you read? I read Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by Boom. Boom. And it was actually awesome. Oh, yeah? Boom really knows how to write the Power Rangers. I don't know if it's the same writer who's on the book, but I think it is. And they know how to write the turtles, and it's really cool because uh, I actually like the way how the turtles are drawn. So they all have different masks. Oh, that's cool. But, uh... The basic plot is, it starts off with a regular Power Rangers adventure, but they're like, where the hell's Tommy? Like, <laughs> And the, my favorite part is the Red Rangers are like, yeah, we fought without him before, we can do it without him now. Like, mm-hmm. we don't need him. Yeah. And then it cuts to the Turtles in New York, which, so I'm assuming in this book, there's no, like, dimension travel. They just exist in the same Okay. Oh, okay, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, no, I'm not assuming. I know for a fact, because it's something I'll talk about later. Uh-huh. But they're basically fighting the Foot Ninja, and it's a standard Foot Ninja fight, and then... One foot ninja comes over and just whoops their ass, and then Raph takes his mask off, and it's Tommy. No. What? Um, and then what? So on and so forth. But it's pretty cool because there's a great part where um, he hasn't apparently morphed the whole time. He's been undercover, so the Rangers can't track him, so they don't know where he is. So he finally has to morph the second time he fights the turtles, and the Rangers teleport there, and uh, the turtles are like, "Oh my god, it's Power Rangers! This is great!" <laughs> and the parents are like. Are you one of Rita's monsters? Like, did Rita make four turtle monsters? That's such a weird monster for Rita to make. And Donnie starts going like, I have a lot of questions. He's like, are you an interdimensional being or a technogenetic kind of being? What? You know, da, 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 da. And they're like, you're a lot smarter than most of Rita's monsters. Like, wow, Finster's been doing some good work. And then and he goes, and I have another question. And my favorite part was he goes, um, he's like, the Green Ranger. How is he able to play his flute through his mask? <laughs> 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 um, but it basically ends with Shredder revealing that Shredder knew he was a Power Ranger the entire time, and he's trying to see if he can permanently capture the Green Ranger. But it's just great because they're just like, they still at the end of the issue, they don't realize the turtles are not one of Rita's monsters. And they're just like, this is so weird. Like, why would she make him smart? <laughs> She's like, why would Finster do that? They're supposed to be like mindless, dumb idiots that grow giant. She's like, and why aren't they growing giant? Yeah. And why make four of them? There's six of us. Why not make six of us? Like, they're like so confused. Like, this is so stupid. Um, and the art is really, really good. And there's a whole little sort of slup, subplot where Karai seems to be really fucking annoyed that Tommy is a good foot soldier since she's supposed to be the only good mm. foot soldier. So she's kind of like, oh, this is fucking annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty, and there's another little subplot where I guess the turtles are debating on whether and what, what would be like to be human. Oh, okay. And they get a good dig in at Raph. He's like, I wouldn't want to be human. I love 
being a turtle. And they're like, yeah, right. You wear, clo- you wear more clothes than any of us. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty good. The art was good. The art is solid. Boom knows how to write Power Rangers, and it seems that they know how to write the turtles very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to issue two. I just like, I love when he's like, how does he play that flute through his mask? It's like, yes. <laughs> Breaking the fourth wall. Breaking the fourth wall. Nice, nice. All right. Well, cool, cool. And now that brings us to our book of the week, which uh, this week, you know, I was like, you know, we haven't really done a Titan comic, I don't believe. Except so, for Minions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, you know what? Sherlock, Scandal in ben- Belgravia. It's a, um, it's just a piece of the manga that they've done that was released in Japan. And uh, so I was like, you know, let's just pick this out. It's kind of fun. You know, it's a little different of a book from, from what we do. Um, I guess I chose wrong. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Mistakes were Because, you know what? Because I, I didn't read the manga. So uh-huh. I, th- I just thought that it was a separate story yeah uh it is not it's no. just the first step or at least it's the first like third of the first episode i was like oh it's just the yeah. episode or the second episode whatever it is but you get kawaii sherlock because they had to draw him like somewhat anime style in oh this. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. it's yeah i don't know it, it was it was I, it's it's fun seeing him you know seeing them drawn in this yeah. style i mean i gotta admit i've never i am actually not a fan of the show uh-huh uh so I already wasn't going into this great. And then I also accidentally read it backwards. Yes, you did. That was great. <laughs> but I can tell you, when I discovered my mistake and switched, it made just as much sense forwards as it did backwards. <laughs> it's fair. It it's- is printed in manga style, guys. So yes, right to left, not left to right. Yeah. Uh, it's also, um, you also had to have watched the show in order mm-hmm. to even kind of get it. Because it starts off with Moriarty. Yeah. With... The very yeah. ending of season one going into, you know, and this is the first episode of season two. So, you know, you have to kind of already know what's kind of going on in order yeah. to even get this book. You have to have been following the previous volume. Yeah, following the previous volume. But then it's just the episode, which if you watch the show, you already know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's the episode, but like a little more disjointed. Yes. Well, yeah. The thing is, is yeah. Yeah, the show is very visual mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of pride in their visuals. Um so to put it in manga and the form and it's not as it's not visual. It's the, not, manga was it's not the visual. novel's very not visual, and I've seen anime be very or manga be very visual, and yeah. you know they put the extra work into it, having the panels be distinct, and they don't do that here. No. It is Sherlock's face, John's face, yeah. somebody else's face. Mm-hmm. Like it's like yeah, it just seemed like everybody was <sighs> just appearing in the panel, like and now this is my panel. Yeah, and there God. was like no shading or anything done. It was just all it's, line work. It's a lot of line which work. Which is beautiful. But because of the like you said, the way that the show is or the way that the the, the visual is, mm-hmm. you really don't get a lot of it yeah. in this. And there's no like sense of movement. Like mm-hmm. one thing I love about manga and comics do it now, but manga really I think did it the best for the longest time is you read like old Dragon Ball, old Sailor Moon, you read Berserk, you read even new manga. The panels have a sense of movement. You know, even though you're looking still, you know how that character moved. You know at what speed. You know how they walked. Mm-hmm. This has no sense of movement on the art. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it's kind of, you know, like we said, it's 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 the first third of a of an hour long show, so this is basically twenty five or you know twenty minutes in like thirty pages. So they are just clipping through. Yeah. Stuff. It's years ago when uh, when this came out because it came out as a full volume and it was half in English like one side was English one side was Japanese I was really excited when it came out we were in Japan when it came out mm-hmm. so I was able to pick up a copy I was very very excited about it 
I read it then, and then seeing this, I was expecting this to be different because I didn't think all they would do is just reprint that comic that has already been out for four, five years, something like it's that. It's been a while, yeah. It's been a while. So uh, when I went, I started flipping through it, I was actually kind of, I liked it a lot, but as a whole, it's fine. As a piece of the story, it's clearly not made to be put in chapters like this. No. This yeah. is just not what this story was like. Mm-hmm. So I, I was kind of disappointed by it. I, I wasn't originally when I read it, but I was disappointed by this book. Yeah. I did, I did find it very funny that their noses are very exaggerated. <laughs> Especially there's one panel. Oh, yeah. Where, like, just turns to the towards side, the like, end. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, he turns to the side, and it's the oddest I've ever seen. Because they drew them, like, with anime features, but also with non-anime realistic features at the same time. Yeah. And uh, it, where it baffled this. Yeah, I know. He looks like he's about to go fuck up Zenigata in Lupin the Third. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's only some of the issues. Because if they're face on, he looks like a normal person. You know, he looks like a regular person. But as soon as he, like, turns to the side somewhat or gets a three-fourths or even a full profile picture, it is like, whoa. And then Watson <laughs> looks like he's about to go create a little robot boy in a basement. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Oh yeah, that should have yeah. been. They should instead of doing Sherlock, they should have had like Sherlock crossover with Lupin the Third. That would have been a great manga. <laughs> That'd be pretty fun. Like him and Zenigata and Holmes trying to fucking catch his ass, <laughs> like they did with uh, with uh, Conan. Detective Conan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like him and Conan team up. Yeah, to do some shit that would be great. Although I don't know that Sherlock would be very nice to Conan. He'd be like, "This kid's smarter than me, and I don't like it." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's very fair. Very fair. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's. You know, we tried. I, I tried. Honestly, if you're looking for something a little more original from Japan, that's Sherlock. They've HBO currently and has for maybe a year or two has a really great series, that's uh, right, TV yeah. show, really good, really solid. Okay. I would. I don't see this. If you've seen, if you've seen the show, it's you've nothing new, and it's yeah. not impressive enough to really. Mm-hmm. If you really want it, you're going to get a tr- uh, the collection. Yeah, exactly. This is this is Jen's Fallen Angels. <laughs> Look, I aggressively don't like um, 95% of everything that's associated with this Sherlock series. So uh, I I don't, yeah, don't yeah. like the, this. The 5% is the actors themselves. That's the only um, thing. <laughs> and the visuals. I think the visuals yeah. are really creative. And I feel, yeah. Yeah, I know. The book's not that great. No. <laughs> So you know, <laughs> just so you know, no, sometimes we just have not some great ones, and, and not that this isn't not good. It's just it's we've already known what it is. It's just so. standard. It's just standard. It's so. like seven years too late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so now let's uh, let's go on to our Marvel minutes, which. Spider-Man, no. (laughs) Uh, So we actually have three books this week. Uh, So we're going to go to six minutes. We'll do two minutes each book, if that's okay with you guys. Yep. Uh, So if you do not want to hear any of the books for this week, it is going to be six minutes starting now. So we're going to start with X-Men number three. (laughs) Uh, Yes. 
uh, Granny's on Patrol. Golden Girls versus the X-Men. Yeah. Yes. Golden Girls hands down. I loved that issue. It was so crazy. It was pretty fun. I, I like how they won't let Scott forget that he let the New Mutants fuck off to space. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I actually like the most the dialogue between uh, Jean and Emma. Oh, yeah. yeah. At the beginning where they're just catty back and forth. But then they're and then, not. Like, and then Emma's just like, you know, that was later. fair enough. Yeah. And then, you know, drinks later. You're paying. I always do. Yeah. Um, the dialogue. Hickman writes good dialogue. I like towards the end of the book. After everything happens, and she just looks at Gateway like, "Well, you were no help." Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> fuck. Uh, I I like that it seems like someone's been able. There are people that are. Krakoa's not foolproof. Yes, I do enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, and I also appreciate that you. I mean, I everyone assumes that it's gonna get broken into, and we already had you know the issue with Xavier. So to have it be four old biddies coming in, fucking up your day, like. Well, and I like this whole, like, Krakoa, again, it's not yeah. infallible. It's gonna, people are going to, as long as Krakoa exists, people are going to try to break in. See, mm-hmm. but if you had, like, a supervillain do it, it mm. would have been, like, one thing and been like, oh, oh you know, well, yeah. yeah, of course. Of course the Sentinel you know, did it. Sentinels can get in. But, but is, like, to have four random ass ladies. Yeah, that, oh, oh, and then we find out that they're, they're they have a plan to completely oh, no, they eradicate everyone. Yeah, yeah I like, love that oh. they hacked their way. And like, oh, we biogenetically hacked Krakoa. I'm like, that's genius. And I love that shot. Of the one watering the plants and the growing out of the dead body. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was it was very farmhand like to me. Farmhand yeah. reminded me a little bit of um, uh, Hannibal too. It, yeah, it was yeah, very yeah. Hannibal. The, the, I really the unaired mushroom episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, so yeah. I enjoyed that though. It was yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. the great book's book. great. It's probably book. best this week. Uh, I think so. Actually, yeah, I, I agree with the you. The other two aren't bad, but that is this is the came best out on week. top. Yeah. Uh So now let's move on to the Marauders number three. Uh, I liked it. It was fun. Yeah, it was it just, this was a plot one. This is like, it, hey, we got a lot of plot to do. We had two exposition. fun issues. Yeah. Well, and it was. It all seemed to be a lot of stuff from the past. So yes, yeah, kind it's of establishing, establish, yeah, exactly. yeah, establishing. Hey, look, uh, Sebastian Shaw wasn't, you know, just doing some random chick and promising her this. This was his son, which is actually yes. worse. Which is way worse. So much worse. Uh, <laughs> but you know, his son. He was trying to get to be the Red King. And nope. <laughs> and I like that. I like that this was a, the exposition one. It's like you got two fun issues. We gave them to you, but now we need to actually like do a little heavy lifting. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the the way that they delved into it, the showing that oh, not only is he, you know, we already know who he, who he is and everything, but he has debts to pay, and he's going to pay them through Krakoa, Krakoa, mm-hmm. and pay people out favors by being an inside man. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that works out. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work out well. I think that. Uh... He's going to get killed again. Yeah. Shinobi's going to get killed again. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, Oh, man. I love seeing the shot of just first seeing his skull. Oh, I was yeah. like, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. And then seeing at the end, and it's like, oh, that was his hand. Yep. And not yep. just his hand. That was his hand because phased of his, phased yeah. through his body. Because of Kitty and of Emma. Kitty and Emma. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I liked also the little text exchange between Bishop and Kitty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which like, come on, you're going to be my Bishop. I said, no, it's going to look good on you. <laughs> Red looks really good on you, my man. I said, no, Kitty. Okay, Bishy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked it, though. It wasn't as good as X-Men. No. But you know what? To be fair, X-Men 1 and 2 were okay issues. Their third one. So this yeah, was I mean, the exposition issue. I don't think it's any. It's not a serious mark against these no, next two books. No, it was so books. good. It was just X, the first book came out and went above and beyond this Exactly. Mm-hmm. We also learned in the, in the supplementary text that the world is still not sure what the mutants own. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
that it seems, and that the ship can go fast. Oh yeah, the marder can go three hundred knots an hour. So uh, now it brings us to our last book, which is Excalibur number three. Uh, um, I really want to like this book. I really do want to like it. It it was better than I thought it was going yes. to be. Yes, they slowed down. They, yeah, that's what it is. They and slowed it, down, and it helped explain issue two for me. I didn't mm-hmm. realize in issue two when Sugar became a dragon. I didn't realize they had gone into Avalon. In oh, issue yeah, two, yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah, they're still on the island, right? And they're like, oh, no, we're in Avalon. Oh, okay. I had assumed <laughs> Apocalypse did something, but no, it's just Shogo being a small child. And they were on Avalon. Like, this book explained a lot, made issue two yeah. less annoying to me. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I did like how they very, they very much are saying to the current uh, Brit- Captain Britain, yeah. like, oh, no, you're, you're Captain Britain now. Your well, brother's yes, I like gone. That. Like, oh, that's my brother. Mm-hmm. Mm, sorry, it's you. Yeah, you're you're the Captain Britain now. He gave it to you. You got to act like Captain Britain. <laughs> and I like now that I think I I think I understand what Apocalypse's plan is, where it's we can't use human magic because human magic you have to pay a price to Avalon for. Yes, we need to create mutant magic that only we, that we don't have to pay a price for. Which is why now I understand why Richter's there. Yes, I don't know what's going on with Richter's powers because the last time I saw Richter, he was fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, maybe that's because of uh, Krakoa. Maybe because of that is the technically dirt. a thing he's connected yeah. to. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I I do like it. It almost seems like he is trying to create a philosopher's stone. Yes, but like a mutant philosopher's stone, so that they don't have to pay Avalon the price for magic. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I do like because uh, Gambit is right where he's like, yeah, we're over here like fucking around getting your brother, and uh, yeah, I guess just fuck Rogue. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I thought the list of the um, the Excalibur people to watch out for, or the people from. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was interesting that they had the old Excalibur team listed there with Kitty yep. and Rachel and Kurt. So I'm wondering oh, yeah. when they'll come, if they'll come mm-hmm. into play. Agreed. So yeah, and that'll do it for our Marvel minutes. That was six minutes this week. That'll do X Pig. That'll, that'll do. do. <laughs> Snickety snicked oink. Oh God, that would. Is that how you make bacon? I'll have to <laughs> ask Spider Ham. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, he's still alive. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, let's move on to our news. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, (laughs) uh, let's start off with that Mulan trailer. I liked it. It was better than I thought. Yeah. I really did. I I mean, I'm not going to lie. That first teaser, I was like, I don't know about this. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I want my... Mushu and I, you know the greatest dragon ever, um, <laughs> and I want my songs. But I will say it kind of got me in the feels a little bit hearing the orchestral version of Reflection. I was like, this is pretty good actually. I, I really enjoyed that song because not having the songs was also a big sticking point for me. But uh, to hear it in orchestral, it it didn't bother me at all. It actually yeah. made me feel a little bit better about the series or the show. Yeah, I liked it. I also like how they even said, mm-hmm. "I'll make a man out of you." Yeah, and I was yep. just like, "Oh, that's really funny." And then I could like understand doing that in an orchestral like sort of version of, of a that montage. over a montage. Yeah, there's still going to be a montage, but it's just yeah, gonna be it's the just background. me like yeah. I like seeing Jet Li as the emperor. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, it's Jet Li. I mean, it looked good. It, it, I, I'm I'm very curious what's going to happen with this film, given the controversy surrounding it. Yes. Um, but yeah, the trailer made me happy. Because I, I mean, I've always understood. Like, I know you guys are making changes because the first Mulan was such a huge flop in China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I get why the changes are happening. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. I it, I like that witch. Yeah, and I, I liked her too. Yeah, that's more Chinese cinema to have a witch. It is, um, and it's also it's not just like it's a witch that's definitely 
I, I, I feel like they're going to definitely lean into like woman power type of thing because the witch is also a woman. Mm-hmm. So she's like, mm-hmm. you know, I understand what you're trying to do, but like, you know, you're on the wrong side, girl. Well, <laughs> and I feel like um, so in Chinese mythology, because I feel like Mulan is the phoenix in some way. The phoenix, which they talk about, is um, supposed to represent a yin and a yang. There's supposed to be a yang to it, which is the bird, which is the witch. Mm-hmm. But the reason why they chose a phoenix is that in the mythology for China, for Chinese mythology, the phoenix represents both male and female qualities. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think that's very smart that Mulan would be represented by the phoenix, who is a female doing male activities as mm-hmm. far as being the thing. And you'll have your yin and your yang, and your yang is the the witch who all, you do see transform into the bird. Mm-hmm. Which that is the bird from apparently the animated movie, the one that's on what's his face's shoulder. Oh, yeah. cool! Um, and she's sort of the other thing where I'm 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 using my feminine nature to subvert this army to my own will. Yes, so okay. I like that. Yeah, I feel like the witch is going to be the main antagonist. She's the actual she's the villain. actual villain. I think she's the reason why the arm, army can also do shit like run up the walls and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh f- for sure. Which was a cool ass shot. Yes. Well, yes. I feel like she's going to be the poison ivy to his bane. Mm-hmm. Agreed. 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 <laughs> Please have at least one dialogue like that. <laughs> Hell, I am a bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, looking forward to it. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, it piqued my interest. Yeah. Speaking of world, uh, woman power, we have the Black Widow trailer. Yeah. yeah. Which looked awesome. I loved that trailer. It was so great. I like Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. I know some people are like, oh, she's so so wooden acting. She's not. She's playing a spy yeah. Yeah. who's been trained to not have emotions. Yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of that trailer. I enjoyed seeing Rachel Weisz, Florence Pugh, who mm-hmm. goddamn does she look like Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I love seeing the different costumes that they had in it. Whether mm-hmm. okay, is this going to be taking place in the past with this costume, or is this in the current with this costume? You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, trying to figure out that type of stuff was great. I didn't love our first peak of Taskmaster. Didn't hate it. I felt like it was a non-peak. That's why I yeah. felt like it was so grainy that pe- that tiny bit of it of him in the on the uh, top of that like tank or whatever. I like it was. that he's using his bow and arrow. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think people forget he has that. Yes. Um, and crossbones didn't look like crossbones when he first showed up. So, no. exactly. Yeah. I, was, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was also like one of our first looks of his character in the movie. Yeah. And like Marvel I, loves to evolve a character uh, costume mm-hmm. I, as I they go feel along. Like, yeah. I feel like he's not going to be, he's going to be defeated in this movie. I don't think he's dying or going away. No. No. What I feel like if they're going to follow, uh, I forget which Black Widow story it was, but um, if they follow the way that they follow it there, uh, Taskmaster is not going to have a shield, but his shield is going to be um, David Harbour's shield. Well, you actually do see Taskmaster's shield in the trailer. You see it, but you don't actually see it painted. So that could still be the, David. The Harbour. one in the trailer that's in the, when they're yeah, fighting, it's, it's got the, the T on it. Okay, I didn't see no, it. No, I didn't the see that. Yeah. I, all okay, I saw cool. was it looked like it was from behind to me. Um, but that's what I thought. That's what I thought was going to happen, or what I still think is going to happen, is that he's not actually going to be the Taskmaster, Taskmaster until the very end, and he'll be a future villain for What if? Movie. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What if there's Taskmasters, and it's him and Rachel Weiss's character? Oh, okay. Since they've, they've shown, like, at least Florence Pugh, that the widows can mirror each other somewhat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if we get more than one Taskmaster, a male and a female? I'd be fine with that. Because Rachel Weiss is the villain. Who's David Harborough's character? Oh, the Red Guardian. Okay. Yeah, Red Guardian. Crimson Guardian. Uh, he was so in the original story, or the story that mm-hmm. that, I, that I'm thinking of. Uh, he was actually Black Widow's husband. 
Oh, that's great. Um, and then uh, this was before they got you know trained or whatever. And then when they went to training, mm-hmm. um, he went off into the Red Guardian program, which they were trying to re- replicate Captain America. It's like a bootleg Russian Captain America. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it was between him and then the uh, the first cosmonaut, which was, I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah. And so he <laughs> won out, and the other guy ended up becoming the first cosmonaut. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they separated them, so Black Widow became Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And so... They're husband and wife, but they're they're not yeah. really. What's interesting <laughs> okay. is um the the there's been like five or six of Red Guardians. Mm-hmm. The one he's playing in the comic books traditionally has no powers, mm-hmm. but it looks like in that's this movie he yeah. has powers yes. of some kind. Oh, okay. It seems like some of the sur- like that that's what was one of the uncertain things about the Red Guardian is that no one understood how he could ever go toe to toe with almost anybody because yeah. none of the super soldier serum stuff ever worked. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was like nobody knew if he had powers, and it wasn't until like the third or the fourth iteration. Yeah, yeah, where that they, they had a bootleg had version, a bootleg version, which of is this technically stuff. what's inside Natasha in the comic. Right, okay. correct. So it, that's why him being older, it's one of those. Are you one of the dudes that went toe to toe with people who didn't have suit? You know, like it you- seemed like he has powers because when you first see him, he like kicks the door off that prison. Yeah. So I'm assuming he's somewhat enhanced. My question is, will they finally say whether or not she's enhanced? Because I've always thought this Black Widow has to be enhanced somehow. Mm-hmm. Like she fought pretty well with Proxima Midnight and didn't get her ass handed to her. Yeah, and uh, she fucked up some Ultron bots. And I'm sorry, a regular human ain't doing it. We know that for a fact because look at Hawkeye. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, and then also Red Guardian, he also goes toe to toe with Taskmaster. Exactly. Which, you know, is Taskmaster mm-hmm. is you know is um uh, what's his face from Watchmen pretty much. Yeah. Um, the Night Owl guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I mean, like I was thinking of, he's the best human. Oh, yeah, he's Ozymandias. Oz- yeah. yeah, he's Ozymandias. My- to me, like in, in this world, he's the okay. best a human can be. <laughs> That's why I'm wondering if they'll finally introduce the idea that there is a bootleg knockoff version of the Super Soldier Serum that's in them. Because, again, I always kind of thought Natasha was, and to put it in him would make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was okay. good, though. I enjoyed it. Lots of questions, not too much stuff answered. I liked it. Yeah. Correct. In the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it, I would I would very much like to see this is the Russian version because we've already seen the German version. Yes. Which is Winter Soldier mm-hmm. and the entire Winter Soldier program that uh, Baron Zemo completely erased. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and shot them all. Yeah. And I'm also wondering if we'll ever get to see where, if we will get to see where Bucky helped train some of the Black Widows in Russia. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I'm hoping that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much so. Uh, so now that brings us to uh, the Free Guy trailer, which <laughs> is Ryan Reynolds. In a live action mm-hmm. Lego movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or live action Wreck-It Ralph. Yep. Uh, <laughs> with guns. With guns. It's it's GTA, but he plays <laughs> an NPC and he finally realizes, oh, I don't have NPC. to be an NPC. <laughs> There's these glasses that, I, that can make me see the real world. What if I don't? lie down and take whatever's coming at me what if mm-hmm. i just it was kind of cute yeah it's cute yeah i like to. i, I like to see um where that leads to like yeah what caused yeah. him like maybe it's actually uh her uh who is from uh killing eve mm-hmm. which oh. she's the russian chick from killing eve she oh. looks completely different she looks no so way. when i first watched it i thought it I was thought rose burns yeah oh can oh i take a step God. back real quick going back to black widow just real quick yeah that was the only comment i had that was negative the first time i saw it was hearing the new widow's voice 
and then being upset that it wasn't the chick from Killing Eve when I saw her because I was like, oh, sweet. We're She's too get busy that. in Free Guy. That yeah. girl is so busy and she is a phenomenal actress. So going back to Free Guy, I was super stoked about that and thank you because it was bothering me the whole time. I'm like, man, I really like this chick. I I can't figure out what it is about her. I just mm-hmm. really like, thank you. Yeah, she looks so different with, with you know, not being in that exact mold that yeah. she is in Killing Eve. Uh, but... Man, yep. I slept on that show, by the way. I slept <laughs> I on it. Slept and on then when two. Carlos was like, you got to watch it. I watched it. And I was like, oh, my God. I need, yeah. season, I need to watch season two. Did I ever tell you what happened to me when I started watching that show? No. Okay. So I kept falling asleep on the couch and I would wake up in the morning and there was tons of trailers, I guess, for either the second season or the third yeah. season. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which one it is at this Probably point. Probably second. No, no. I, there was, I think there were two seasons when I started watching it because oh, okay. I think I was watching the very first episode of the second season. So it starts up and the chick who's the bad guy, essentially, mm-hmm. is trapped in somebody's house. Oh, yeah, you did tell me this. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, I didn't understand because it was just on. And I was waking up early in the morning and I was like, all right, what is this? What the, what am I watching? And I'm paying attention. I'm like, So I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. That, you know, that's the good guy getting out finally. And then the dude at the end, like, like basically like, like, like knocks her out or whatever in the car. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? Mm-hmm. The, that lady just fought her way out of like some crazy dude's house and his mom. And this is kind of insane. And then finding out that's the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I got to start back from one. I don't understand any of this. And yeah. I started the first episode. I'm like, <gasps> she wasn't a good guy. <laughs> oh, no. She's the bad guy. It's great. The show's <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I liked it. I'll, I look forward to seeing it. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a, it looks just I like a fun movie. Kind of fun, dumb, mindless, dumb movie. Movie. Yeah. Movie. I love that the trailer opens up from the studio that brought you. Oh, my God. Beauty and the Beast. Lion I like <laughs> Aladdin twice twice, twice. <laughs> it's like oh all right so Ryan Reynolds can still be Ryan Reynolds in Disney all right good <laughs> I like that that cracked me up I was like hilarious yeah yeah very much so uh and now uh some breaking news for us at least uh, we actually stopped the podcast in the middle to watch it uh the Wonder <laughs> Woman trailer uh yeah. dropped you know new release mm-hmm. uh actually dropped and it looks like a lot of fun. It looks interesting. Yeah. Honestly, it looks like they really listened. And because I feel like in the first movie, the really big like, fuck yeah moment was when she's like going over the trenches. Mm-hmm. And it felt like oh, yeah. that. But for three And then minutes. as soon as it ended, you're like, oh, no, this is the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> uh, it looks fun, though. I like the music choice. Yes. I oh, liked sure. watching her fight. Yeah. Yeah. My only like weird nitpicks are it looks to me like. The conceit of Steve Trevor is true, where it's a, it's like heaven can wait, where only she sees him as Steve, that everybody else just sees a fat '80s dude. Uh, I hope that's not true, mm-hmm. but I that trailer kind right. of seemed like it was, and I was a bit weirded out by her Spider-Man riding the lightning. I was confused by that as well because hey. she absolutely can fly. In she can fly. We've established yeah. she can fly in this movie series, right? Yeah. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Maybe this is when she learns how to fly. But doesn't she fly at the end of Wonder Woman 1 where she jumps off the building to fly? I think she's yeah. jumping. Okay, I, don't I think know if that's when flying. you can jump from like London to, or I'm sorry, Paris <laughs> all the way to New York, I feel like there's just flight involved. Either way, it was cool, just confusing <laughs> yeah, to see. Yeah, yeah. And also, yeah. they are hiding Cheetah, which makes me think that that merchandise is the correct way she's looking. Oh, God, I hope Either not. Either that or we see her like in the last scene. And Maybe. She and she's finally a cheetah. cheetah. I hope she actually becomes a cheetah. That merchandise where the merchandise where she's mm-hmm. like just a, a cheetah print. A, not she, she looks like a fucking gem in holograms villain. Yeah, she yeah. does. I hope that's not how she looks. Agreed. Uh, 
I do. I, I did find it interesting <laughs> that she was riding lightning, just because she is a daughter of Zeus. Yes. So that mm-hmm. so she's probably calling down that lightning to lasso onto it. I don't know. It's weird to me, but but it's a nitpick yeah, on the trailer. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. and that's the thing. That's why I said it was a nitpick for me as oh, well. Of course, like, yeah, but yeah. In context, it could be cool. I loved watching her fight. Yeah, uh, like I love seeing, seeing the Amazon stuff. Yeah, Pedro P- Pascal looks really weird as an American and with no mustache yeah that's what yes. I mean like it's just really yeah. weird to see him like that just like the Killing Eve chick not seeing her as a Russian you know who like. he reminded me of it reminded it, I almost wonder if he's playing it reminded me of Patrick Swayze's character in Donnie Darko uh, the way he was playing it which uh-huh. is I think actually kind of good for Maxwell Lord I do worry we're not going to get the Maxwell Lord I wish we would get mm-hmm. um, but yeah it was so weird with the blonde hair I'm like what the fuck yeah, I'm like Mando. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> put the helmet back on. Put the helmet back. But in a good way. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love the music choice. I like her fighting in the mall. Yes, that was cool. It was very that cool. So awesome though. I love yeah. how totally mm-hmm. 80s it was. Yeah. I like that move where she like cocks the dude's gun so the bullet will pop out. So uh-huh. she can then just fucking. And then she's just <laughs> crushing guns. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's pretty fun. Oh. I look forward to watching that again. We only watched it the one. I'm time. always down for a lasso fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So, and then the last bit of news is some Black Lightning in Crisis uh, uh, news. I like Black Lightning in, in Crisis. crisis. <laughs> yeah, they're doing an interview today, and apparently uh, Black Lightning was a logistical nightmare to include in the Crisis oh. crossover because he was filming his show while also filming Crisis. So, one, they had to have the, the writers diminish his role in, like, four or five episodes, no. which is, like, like, so he wasn't in it as much. Because he had to fly from Atlanta to Vancouver mm-hmm. to film the two. So he would film one week, then fly to Vancouver, film, fly back, film. But apparently the biggest pain in the ass was his suit. <laughs> I guess there's only one suit. And, it, you know, it, it. I thought for sure you'd just spend money on special effects. But I guess it actually glows like that and pulses. It does it all yes, there. They it did the same with Shazam. That's yeah. why. Um, yeah. And then they had to CGI over it because it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess the difficulty of transporting it means it has to have its own handler and its own support team. And apparently at one point an executive actually suggested to the people working on the show, like, what if you just have him like not in his costume? They're like, no, he's got to be in his goddamn costume. They're like, but what if he's not? Yeah. I understand like logistically why you'd be like, maybe he isn't. But at the same time to have literally every superhero from your superhero timeline be in costume. And then you finally bring black light. He's got jeans and t-shirt. He's in jeans and t-shirt. Like, well, no. And then also Black Lightning, like uh, when they asked the showrunner of Black Lightning, hey, can we use him? They were actually expecting a no because of yeah. the Atlantis stuff. Um, but the showrunner is like, listen, you can include him. You know, I'll let you have him. But he has to be a major part of the crisis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the only way we're going to let you do it. Because we're not going to inconvenience ourselves. Because all that time and effort for you exactly. to like pop him in exactly. and out for like three scenes now. Yeah. At that point, you can just green screen him in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, I, I also found it funny also for Crisis News uh, that... They actually asked Nicolas Cage to appear mm. in his Superman costume, but he's, I guess he turned him down. Uh. <laughs> Spoil, sp- like, newsflash, there is something Nick Cage will turn down. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. TV. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> we found it, guys. We, we got it. National treasure solved. We found it. But it makes me think, like, if they're going for that much of a deep cut, like... Are they gonna? Are they gonna are they try gonna to get Christopher Reeves they, back to life? No, no. no. Are they gonna oh. try to get? Um, <laughs> are they gonna try to get Henry Cavill in this? He would probably say no, <laughs> possibly. But I think that would be really cool if he was just in like a scene. Yeah. Like, just he doesn't even have to be in the suit. Just walking. We no. all know who Henry Cavill give is. Give him a wink. Yeah. Give him a wink. Nudge or yeah. <laughs> give him a little flex. <laughs> give him a little flex. 
But no, that I I was I want to see like Selena Kyle pop up, but it's Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, like yeah. just bring Michelle Pfeiffer in. Mm-hmm. Give me the five. Yeah. Give the Pfeiffer to all. This is their end game for yeah. me. Like yeah. this is this is definitely their end game of bring back everybody you possibly can. That we possibly can. can. Ask everybody, see who says yes. Yeah, because we never know. This might be our, you know, not our yeah. last hurrah, but you know, I, our on last this scale. This yeah, is on this, on this scale. scale for television to get it. Exactly. Arrow's going out. He's the one that started all this. Let's let's do this. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward I to mean, it. I mean, it's going to be fucking fun. Yeah. Uh, the first one is going to premiere on Sunday nights with... Uh, well, tonight for us, but uh, <laughs> it will have already premiered, I believe, for everybody else. Oh, um, I believe so, because uh, I'm pretty sure it's the eighth. Might be the fifteenth. Who knows? Uh, I'm sure the internet does, but I don't feel like looking it up right now. <laughs> I'm so, sure you guys will all correct us. Yeah, that's fine. You can just let me know, Ryan. You can text me. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that'll do it for our news. And then uh, a little bit of. The things that we want to talk about today at the end. Uh, no Mandalorian or Rick and Morty. We'll talk about that next week because there's no, been no Rick and Morty anyways. Yeah. Um, but uh, just some controversies that have been going on. Or Jen. Some, some fun controversies. <laughs> Jen. Oh, okay. Okay. So you want to start us off with, the, with the, the stuff? The, okay. So there's an interesting little phenomenon going on on the internet, particularly Twitter and certain t-shirt websites. Okay. It's been discovered that there are bots that will... Just look through Twitter, and if you if you post, I want that on a shirt for an image, the bots will sweep it up, sweep it up, and put it on a shirt on one of their websites. And it's been a problem for a lot of people who are independent artists trying to get started, or like they just want to be recognized and get paid for their actual work. Mm-hmm. And then to have it free everywhere, it becomes a huge problem and a huge uh, hurdle for them to get over. Yeah. So it's they noticed that, and so what it started off as people were just creating like little like shitty messages and like little notes like hey if you see this then this website sells stolen art mm-hmm. um but then somebody had an idea <laughs> and they took took it to the next level because what they started to do was put disney images on it and then write lewd images and sometimes the fake like it's and then say i want it on a shirt so then you get Illegal copyright infringement, Ugh. Disney, Mickey Mouse, what was it? Three penises. It's great. <laughs> it on a so great. And it gets, and Disney shuts it down. Oh, yeah. So now people are running around and creating their own images with as much copyright infringement and then having everybody else say, I want this on a shirt so that the websites will just pick it all up. And then their entire front, like I showed you guys, it's like a website, the entire front page is nothing but like, this site sells stolen shit. This is a copyright infringement. Yeah, Baby Yoda with, yeah. The, with that. With a shirt that says this shirt, this this art is stolen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, great. Yes. I love that. Use Disney as a weapon, man. Yeah. Hey, it got, it's big enough. Well, the next logical step is, of course, Disney on Twitter posts images. So now whenever Disney posts something with an image, I think, I think the example I saw was Darkwing Duck. Then it, there's like five or six people on there be like, I want this on a shirt. <laughs> I want this on a shirt, and sure enough, Shows the up. image is up on it, <laughs> up, and then it's then got like out. two days later that that shirt is down. They yeah. are the law. Oh, they are. I mean, They've become the judge hey, dread. Even if every single independent artist rose, you know, rose yeah. up or whatever, and Absolutely. tried to get something shut down, it's not going to happen. It's a drop in no. the bucket. 
You got Disney, though. <laughs> yeah, Disney's got... Te- ha- this is what Disney does. Oh, yeah. Disney has a building of people whose job it is just to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, hey, you weaponize Disney for good. I mean, they're big enough. They might as well fight for the little guy, even though they're not. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're doing it totally out of their own self-interest. And oh, they yeah. can't make it stop. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty fun. Uh, I like that. That controversy is so funny. <laughs> you showed us that website because I knew about it before. I've yeah. been seeing it all over. But seeing it actually in practice it with that website actually is works. That's I great. hope my uh, thing works. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you do? I, post, I posted on like a bunch of weird gay porn. I want this on a shirt. <laughs> That'd mean, be great. But like, you actually do, though. <laughs> one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of them. Is it a Johnson's Johnson? <laughs> it oh oh I should do that yeah, I should, should get I should try to get a shirt made of Aaron Taylor Johnson's Johnson. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I don't know if the shirt's big enough for it though. Uh, <laughs> It'll be like one of those like shirt dresses. Yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> it's a floral shirt dress. <laughs> uh, then my my little controversy I wanted to talk about was uh, the Peloton commercial that appeared during <laughs> Thanksgiving. Uh, I remember coming home from from our Thanksgiving dinners. And uh, Aaron's watching Lifetime movies as she does, our roommate Aaron. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's watching them. We always love finding out the really stupid stories that are going on or whatever. It's the best. It's always hilarious to us. You know, who's getting murdered, who's getting cheated on, who's getting whatever. And so, like, as she's watching it, she's explaining, but she's like, and then as she's explaining it, a Peloton commercial comes on and it's this lady who's very rich. She gets a Peloton for, which is a riding bicycle that they, that you can, that they, they have like recordings of and everything that you ride to it. And so uh, she's just like, yeah, this, this stupid Peloton commercial comes on like every single commercial break and it's just annoying. It's like I watch it. I'm like, oh, that's kind of creepy too. Cause like this lady's like her husband gives it to her and it's like, yeah, you're already a hundred and like a hundred and water wet like yeah. pounds. <laughs> like <laughs> you just know you walked up and there you go fatty. Yeah, exactly. Hey, get into oh, shape. off. And so, like, you know, like, she's chronicling, and there's, like, multiple layers of this where it's, like, really just kind of wrong-seeming. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she seems dead inside. She does. Her uh, eyes get very wide and very empty. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really funny to me because I was like, oh, it's kind of yeah. funny. And then Monday rolls around, and then, like, Peloton loses 940-something million dollars in yeah, stock. Their stock went down. Uh, I'm assuming it came back. I haven't it looked did. it up since. But it was just one of those, like, oh, so everybody hated this commercial. <laughs> and, and yeah, everybody kind of did. And, and then it also, Ryan Reynolds, speaking of Ryan Reynolds and everything, he's he has a gin company called American Gin. And he made a... Aviation Gin. Or Aviation Gin, sorry. And uh, he made a commercial with her. But you can take it one of two ways. You can take it as her character in the, in the Peloton, in the Peloton commercial <laughs> is being consoled by her friends and for, for you know, her dick husband, for her terrible husband, or it's her, the actress, <laughs> who is being comforted by her friends because she's been in this terrible commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and it works both it ways. The, the guy from the commercial posted like this whole like op ed where he's like, Whoa, it's me. He goes, This has ruined my career. Like, I'm now getting all this hate for being this negative guy, and I would never do it. And it's like, I don't care. Uh. It's also, hey, man, uh, 
I don't think so because I think people can separate an actor from also bro yeah. you're in a commercial your career is still 10 years away from your first big yeah. break honestly that's probably the most like yeah. recognition you've gotten out it's of a commercial forever right. you need to cap. you need to do what you that girl did you need to capitalize on and you right need to now. be like what can I do yeah, lifetime exactly. I will be that abusive you need to be husband. in Ryan Reynolds I can be that guy I can be that guy you need to be in Ryan Reynolds next ABH commercial like she left me and just drinking that <laughs> like, like you need everybody Just be on the, the Peloton bike drinking it, and then somehow still get a DUI, even though it's a stationary bike. Yeah. Have the kid walk in, <laughs> Daddy. When's Mom coming back? Never. I don't know. Aviation gin. Aviation gin. Make sure the kid is actually just Ryan Reynolds CGI'd into a kid. Yeah. Yes. Baby Deadpool style. Uh, no, you can just get Kevin Hart to do it. He'll he'll do anything. True, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I, it's just so funny to me. No, like, it's great. Like all of that is just the best slash worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that'll uh, that'll do it for this week's episode. Woo. Uh, hope you guys Woo. had a little fun. Oh yeah. Just a little fun, not a lot of fun. Not too much. No, not too. Calm much. Down. Not a whole Aaron Taylor Johnson worth of fun. No, that's too much. <laughs> that's way too that's much. That's too much fun. for anyone to take. <laughs> Uh, just <laughs> gotta breathe. Uh, as always, we record live upstairs inside of Tate's Comics, powered by our friends at Two Thousand Brigade. Woo, 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 woo. Woo. Uh, you can find us online at Tater Talk ninety three on the gram. On the grams, the gram. uh, like the grams that uh, that could break into Krakoa. Like the Teddy grams. Like the grams. Ooh, the oh Teddy my gosh. Grams. Next sub Santa, we should try and get those grams. Get oh, I thought you were gonna rolls. say Teddy grams. I'm like, <gasps> yes. I love Teddy grams, but no, that's not where I was at. But I. I'm down for Teddy Grimms. Well, we can make I happen to know grams. where we can find a large selection of old people. We do live here. Yes. In South exactly. Florida. In the loveliest <laughs> of lovely South Florida. <laughs> I, I do think, though, sub Santa-wise, that would be really funny. I don't think it's going to matter about this time next year. Probably not. I mean the Golden Girls. I was uh, just thinking the Golden oh, Girls yeah. in general. Sorry. <laughs> the Golden Grams. The Golden Grams. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. That'll do it for us. As always, my name is Brian. I'm Anthony. I'm Jen. And I'm Joe. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. <laughs> That's a great week. <laughs> <laughs>